The Decameron, A Year of Otherworldly Tales by Shauna Kozar. Episode 1, The Call. She read the notice again, the quiet stream of her curses developing a rhythm like an incantation. All personal, non-essential travel to be restricted until further notice without required permits due to the threat posed by viral transmission. No exceptions. What did that even mean? She had tried to get a permit for a flight, a train, even one of those miserable long-distance buses in the old days. She might have been able to flatter officials and threaten ticket sellers into giving her what she wanted, but websites were immune to such arts. She'd gone to a forger, but the expensive result was detected and destroyed before her very eyes, and she was treated to a condescending lecture by some jumped-up transit inspector about the dangers of being taken advantage of at her time of life. She was speechless with rage. Her time of life? To add insult to injury, security staff spoke in hushed, mocking tones as they escorted her from the building. The poor old dear must have slipped her minders at the care home, they said. A pox on them all, she had decided. Something that would make them all look like checkerboards and itch like flea-ridden dogs. Non-scarring, but intermittent just when you thought it was safe to wear shorts, especially if doctors were only doing call-outs by phone. That had been three weeks ago. She knew she was on borrowed time when the plague hit. She'd only come to this wretched place to scope out a few locations, see where she might fit in, and get a sense of possibilities for future expansion. And to have a holiday. A bit of fun. Yeah, right. She'd set herself up quickly enough. She'd found a medium-sized city and moved to the outskirts. She liked this language and that word, outskirts. A word to describe the unsettled landscape like a costume, something that could be thrown on, changed, or discarded at will. She had her own specially designed mobile home, so a place to live and the ability to disappear on short notice were not a problem. She'd found a patch of dense woods, bordered on one side by a small river and on the other by a mountain. Perfect. It was remote, but there were plentiful sources of food and she enjoyed hunting and gathering. Well, she enjoyed hunting. Anything else was just garnish, but she did it. She was pretty sure she was surrounded by wolves and bears and maybe a big cat or two. Oh well, they'd soon learn. Although she could subsist in the forest easily, she soon found that her ability to work required influence, and that meant going to town periodically, mainly for a Wi-Fi connection, although before the lockdown, she made sure she was seen in town shopping from time to time. 
She'd had to invent a living for herself, too. She knew how to manipulate people and find their weaknesses. Not really something to bring up in a job interview. So she became a freelancer. She liked that word, too. Made her think of a berserk Viking brandishing a huge spear, skewering hapless villagers. First, she set herself up as a critic and a blogger, because these were easy options. Then, she discovered influencers and set about seeing whether she could influence them and take a cut of their endorsements. Absolutely. Then, going a bit vintage, she pitched herself as an agony aunt from the old world and soon had a syndicated advice column that ran on several sites, peddling her own exotic blend of witchy wisdom and dry, fatalistic wit. She was an instant hit. The fact that English had taken some getting used to only added to her charm. She had called herself Auntie Agatha. The name sounded tortured, but it meant good in Greek or something. She laughed at the joke. She rarely wrote in complete sentences, but that didn't seem to matter to her followers. Neither did they. At least she could spell. Oh, yes, she could spell all right. But what she wanted to do was get out of here. This wasn't her home. She wasn't in control. Her power was limited. Someone from here might know how to get around more easily than she could. It was worth a try. She began to draft a letter, an advertisement of sorts on her phone, seeking advice and friendship her long nails making clicking noises against the glass of the touchscreen. Almost half the letters weren't registering and the predictive text was falling wildly short of the mark. She sighed and waved her hand over the screen. Her thoughts began to coalesce across the surface, bright, sharp letters forming out of dark, swirling fog. She would do what she did best, old-school temptation and she would post it in the tavern forum on one of the role-playing groups she belonged to. She always played a magic user, of course. She liked pretending her way through cooperative games. It let people think she cared, and was good preparation for her column. She would post to the retro one, the text adventure. Bandwidth was rather stretched where she was, what with the huge increase in live video chats, classes, and streaming. She needed information. Pretty pictures were for children. Looking for bold adventurers to share tales of the open road beyond this hobbled realm. What's your story? Are you brave enough to weave it into this great telling to shape a new reality and imagine a different future? Interested bards, sages, and wandering dreamers, please, I am Mara Darkmage. As she was composing her post, water boiled for tea. She sipped the strong liquid through a sugar cube and reread her efforts. Short and sweet enough. She thought the please was a nice touch. Definitely worth a try. Next, she made a list of the things she would need in town and selected a veil and shawl. She found quarantine useful in that people's worlds had narrowed and distanced to the extent that they didn't pay a whole lot of attention to others around them, 
She didn't even need to disguise herself particularly. With the right accessories, she could look young, old, whatever she wanted. Like someone's adolescent fantasy or their worst nightmare. Caught in the corner of the eye, unable to be cleared by a disbelieving shake of the head or a frightened wipe across the eyes. Not supposed to touch your faces right now anyway, mortals, she laughed to herself. She packed away the tea things and got ready to head into town. With a wave of her hand, the little wooden cabin lowered and transformed into a cross between a 1950s-style caravan and an old-fashioned ice cream truck, all non-threatening pastel shades and happy curves. The long, spindly chicken legs retracted smartly under the chassis as the tires came down and the vehicle lurched forward in the direction of town. The Decameron, A Year of Otherworldly Tales, is an original work by Shauna Kozar, all rights reserved. Shauna gratefully acknowledges that she lives and works in a beautiful, storied place, the ancestral lands of the Snamuk First Nation, and that she crafts her tales thanks to the support of the Canada Council.